Well, if you need someone to cut oranges, I think uh, Tyler Oxham's looking for a gig. What were you, the funny guy? <laughs> Welcome to Preseason, a podcast focused on profiling everything on and off the field across the Sunshine Coast A-grade competition heading into the 2024 season. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Local Property Group, your trusted real estate experts spanning from Caboolture to Noosa. Preseason podcast, boys, episode three. We're growing. We're actually making this happen. More than one or two episodes. We've passed. Uh, we passed the breaking point. DK, welcome back, mate. Thanks, mate. A uh, bit of a short turnaround for us. Snuck one in on Monday, and now Thursday. And uh, good to have Barty on. So, but hold, Swanee's A grade coach. Welcome, my friend. Good Cheers to have you mate. here. Thanks uh, for having us. First, uh, first podcast is it? Podcast debut. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. First Good. one ever. <laughs> well, uh, those nerves will go pretty quickly, mate. He's on the he's on the coffees today. What are you? Six months? You said six months off the piss. Oh, I'm trying to do six months off the piss. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're doing the wife's doing, or oh, it's a bit easy because the missus is pregnant at the moment, so she's due on the end of Feb. So yeah, it's easy. Well, for mate, we'll, yeah, it makes it a bit easier. We'll drink your beers today. No worries about that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but obviously, uh, purpose of the podcast today, obviously. Um, Find out a bit more about what Swannies are up to this season. We'll have a bit, bit of a chat about what you guys did uh, 2023 and get your take on that and uh, rip into uh, more about what you guys have got on for, for this or for next season and what the plans are, the goals are, the objectives and um, go from there. But, mate, let's find out for, the, for those who don't know too much about Bard Hole, let's uh, start with your origin story, mate. Coast local boy or what's your, what's um, your story? Yeah, I'm a coast local boy. I... I uh, went to Mullaney and then moved down to Coolum and finished my high school there. And uh, first ever junior club was Coolum. And then um, we moved around a bit when I was younger Then went to Biwa, played at Doggies because we lived right near there. And then eventually moved back to the coast and played at Mutual Juniors pretty much since, since under 15. So. Doggies, didn't know you played Doggies? Yeah, yeah. well... Friends of the Wilsons, weren't you, Barty? So yeah. I think that's where I originally met you yeah. a long time ago. So. Oh, there yeah. you go. Excuse my naivety here, but so first year as coach last season, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Season just gone. Yeah. And retired. So you retired from playing the year before that, did you? Yeah, we were lucky enough to get the win. And so Good way to retire. You can bu- you can yeah. rip it in a minute. Any, so. any, <laughs> any, any, but hold on, any advice on that as well? Retiring on top or what? Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not that kind of person, but I just, yeah. So I wasn't going to come back that following year. But Dennis said he wanted to like, give us another year. And I thought, yeah, okay, I'll go another year. And I said, this is it. But I don't care if we win or lose. And so, yeah, it was good. Yeah, good way to, to finish out. And so where the, where the coaching thing come from? Was that was that something you always wanted to do? Or is it the club sort of? Oh, they were hinting at it. But I was probably more tentative to like try to learn off someone first. Mm-hmm. But sort of got thrown in the deep end. And it was, yeah, I'm sure we'll get into it. But it was pretty crazy start how mm. everything happened and then went well for first year though Third yeah and like, well my opinion shouldn't made the gf oh, a bit of a rough no. call at the end there i was i was watching <laughs> it so i think yeah. it was a load of shit so yeah oh it was it was hard to take but fuck that sport man yeah. and like you just got to take those calls well, the fucking and probably a good asset to have as a coach, right? You've got to you can't you can't have that hot head as a player is what we probably all all have. I mean, as a coach, you've got to keep calm and just get on. There's, 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 there's a few nods in, in DK's direction, uh, and he's he's well, looking at he's looking at us going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I better take that advice as well. When they when they won the comp, they beat us. I remember as I was on the ground there, and but the the first hand that was reached down to me was Barty's to get me up, give me a cuddle, oh, and say, yeah. you know, bad luck, yeah. mate. And um, so there's bad respect there, and I think we're uh, sure in good hands with a nice, composed coach like Barty. So yeah, that's a that's a hell of a compliment. So tell, so yeah, curiosity uh, question is how did you start with that? Did you have sort of mentors? I remember talking to um, even Hurst. I think Hurst he probably started coaching right, maybe around the same age. Yeah. Right? So I remember Early. talking to him back when he was at, uh, coaching BRA grade and. He was saying that he used to lean on a lot of the old heads that he had growing up, like even the Brandos and stuff yep. as well. Did you have a bit of a circle of influence before you took the took oh, the job yeah. to get advice from him? Um, well, I was lucky enough. Well, DK is lucky enough as well. Got coached by Brando, just great man manager. Mm-hmm. I really knew how to talk to you, and um, also lucky enough to have uh, a bloke called Brett Winkler. He coached us from. 2016 to 2018, so we made three in a row. Then one 16, mm. one 18, lost 17. But um, 
yeah, just the way he used to man manage, talk to people, uh, like took on board, like really good bloke. Without having anything to do with Brett Winkler, like he always seemed from the outside looking in that he was real good, like a real good talker, real good with his words, and didn't get flustered much at all. Nah. Was he? Was he like that? Was he? Yeah, he was bang on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Just, like he just was got straight to the point. Even after a tough loss, like yeah. they, you know, he had a tough, few tough losses there, like he'd still walk over and be more than happy to shake everyone's hand and just hide that away from, well, the front anyway. So yeah, no, that was probably the biggest thing I learnt. When I went into coaching, was I always found respect for Bretto because he'd go over and shake the other coach's hand and say, "Well done," no mm. matter what the situation. Mm. So yeah, it was cool. As a player, I respected that from him. Let's put a rating on him. There you go. Well, how would you rate your first year as coach? Man, I Didn't... don't know. I'd just say, like, I was pretty happy by the end. Probably took me about six, seven weeks to realise that you sort of weren't playing, mm. sort of doing that playing coach thing. But, like, so I just concentrated more on the coaching. And, um, yeah, I'd say I'd just give myself, like, a B, man. I was I was pretty happy. Yeah. Uh, like, you know. Fair cool. How'd you handle the outside noise to start the year? Like, because it was, there was fucking, the outside noise was <laughs> insane. I remember commenting on some, yeah. some like, social media stuff about just. Before the season kicked before off. Before the season mean, kicked yeah, off. The, yeah. Like, the paper, the news, they were all just Maruchador's folding. Like, it was crazy. They weren't focused on anyone else, anything else apart from the comp, apart from Maruchador folding. So, yeah. there was obviously some, you know, some big noise coming out that way. I'm sort of a bloke. I don't really care mm. what other people think. I just worry about our inner sanctum. So, like. But the main thing was is that a lot of boys either retired or there was a lot that moved away from work. Yeah. That was probably the biggest thing. From that fault from the previous yeah, season? The that previous was going to be my next question is how, yeah. how, do you, how do you go from, I mean, it's easy probably from a respected player perspective, right? But going from playing to coaching the legitimately the following year, a lot of your mates and blokes you probably played with for decades, right, are still, yeah. are still all kind of in that in that side. I mean, what was was that a tough transition or most of those boys kind of already already left and you kind of built your own team from Yeah, there was a few that stayed around <clears throat> and a couple that came back. To be honest, outside like I was more just wanting I try to get the respect from the lads that I played with them a lot, so they knew how I was as a player, but I just wanted them to give us a chance. Mm. Yeah. And then if they gave us a chance, then I could show them like, you know, yeah. What I had to offer for him. Especially being a bit of a quieter bloke too and not like obviously leading with your actions as you're a player, not so much your words and whatnot. And well, I love that yeah. from a coach's perspective. Yeah. Though, right? But I think it's more respected rather than just being slapped. Across. I mean, footy players have got a lot of it. There's a lot of ego in footy players. The Nathan Brown slap. Yeah, 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 yeah. There should be more of that. But you know what I mean? There's a lot of there's a lot of ego in footy, right? And particularly when you when you're coaching young men, it probably gets a bit old, a bit easier as, as you as you guys get older. And you know, you two can probably comment on it more than more than I can, but I think coaching um, particularly young blokes in their early twenties mm. different well, and it's a different they're a different generation. Well even younger, right? like Maruchador was obviously a lot of 18s, you were put, yeah, a lot of okay, kids yeah. weren't playing, what was it, sorry, 19s this year. 19s, weren't yeah. playing 19s, or they'll double up and play yeah. an A grade. Like, how old are you, buddy? Like, 33. 33. So yeah. these blokes are nine, 18, 19, they're going, oh, geez, who's this bloke? Or got to yeah. play for Barton. You're trying to earn their respect, and they're trying to, I suppose, they're trying to follow a team that just won a comp as well. The previous yeah. year, hard act to follow. I find the biggest thing with the younger generation or the boys, like, if you just keep calm and have a good bit of good man management about yourself. Yep. Like, it goes a long way. Mm. About, like, you know, you, oh, I wouldn't pick someone if I didn't trust them. So that was a try to, what I try to give to them. So more of a more of a man manager coach than a technical coach? Yeah, I'd say you that. Think? But, yeah. like, we still got our plays and that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Well, Dennis yeah. Moore, yeah, obviously Dennis Moore's there as well. Yeah. A well-respected coach. And, yeah. Um, well, I mean, we got our plays, but I don't think – got to reinvent the wheel to play. Nah, Everyone knows right. how to play footy, yeah. right? You don't get <laughs> Have you, you, have you got a spray go. in your body? Have right. you got a spray in you? Did you give one this year? <laughs> Maybe we should leave that to our uh, <laughs> comments. Right, right, right. Was, right. There, was there a spray? <laughs> <laughs> what oh, oh, go on, was it? No, no sprays? Nah, nah. I try not to. I don't see the point on an absolute spray at halftime because yeah, yeah. then they'll just go out the next half thinking that's the last thing they heard. Yeah. Mm. So I just try to concentrate on a few positives that they did and a few negatives, and yeah. then 
yeah, and just go from there. Probably lucky enough that you had a couple of really good coaches there you could follow off and, and emulate. But yeah, Dennis oh, mind was you, real good at it too. Like um, Dennis was real good at we've that. Both yeah. had, we've both had a big spray. I'm sure you have as well. We've probably all had a, a decent spray from Brando though. He was. Um, oh yeah, well, I think obviously Bart's last year, our first game was at Maroochydore, and um, we just well, it was about ten minutes to go. I think we're pretty, we're pretty, we're pretty close. I want to be 18 all or something like that. First round of the year, and um, I'd sillily, by my by my standards, uh, snuck a bit of a forearm in and a tackle on, on a bloke and cleaned him up, and he it laid down. And no, nah, I'm not going to say <laughs> what it was. He laid down, and I told him to get the fuck up. And then the touchy ran in, and I got ten in the bin. And I think there's a few boys upstairs trying to throw some beer on me and whatever at the sin bin, and. Uh, we ended up losing that game, and I walked in the sheds, and uh, Das, big Das, who's got a good spray in him, just walked in and just said, I hope you're happy with that, boys. And I'm sitting there going, oh, yeah, right, this will be bad. And he said, and you, DK, you stupid fucking cunt, and then just slammed the door, oh. walked straight out, mate. I looked around, and no one even looked at me. <laughs> they were like, mate, if DK's copped it, we're going yeah, to absolutely we're, wear yeah, this. and." Yeah. Cut the head off the yeah, snake, kind of thing. I think. Well, mate, let's dive into it. Um, Barty, two twenty twenty three. Let's talk about probably Marucci as a bit of a club. And when I say as a club, probably more so in terms of seniors. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's a lot of curiosity questions from most people, really, about uh, you know what happened in between you know twenty twenty two grand final to twenty twenty three preseason. I mean, do you care to elaborate much on? The goings on of, of of what was happening inside the club and and what got you all back together and and who took took the lead on that? Uh, yeah, so after we won the grand final, there was a lot of lads like myself who retired and moved on with work and stuff. And um, yeah, just we didn't really see it coming. It just escalated like crazy. It just had no numbers for mm. like three grades. We had probably like fourteen. Ugh. Coming to train and most of them were probably 19s. Yeah. And that, but um, yeah, and then I thought it was like a, a decision, like, I don't know, like the, the club had made. And then obviously it got out in the daily and that, but then um, a good mate of mine, who, like, we got a lot of respect for each other, uh, Tom Garrity. Um, he, rang us and said, oh, we, we can't have this, man. Like, we gotta, we got to get it back and stuff. And I said, well, if it's going to come back, I'll help you, but it's got to be more player-driven because mm. then, you know, mm. they'll, they'll, they'll hear that and they'll want to come back. If, Buy in. Yeah, because Gez is like, like myself, he's a Swanee bloke and well-respected around the club. So if we could both sort of call each other, like on each other, to call different people, we yeah. try to get it going that way. Yeah, and I mean, we spoke about it episode one, right? It's it's not a it's not a Sunny Coast competition without Maruchador in it, and even as I said, uh, episode one as well, playing Reggie's without Maruchador. Yeah, weird. You know, it's just it's just weird. Maruchador um, always had the real tough Reggie's too. And always, yeah, always competitive, and there's always you know a plethora of blokes that that, that want to play senior footy there. So it was, um, yeah, I mean, it was nice not having to play against them, but weird um, in 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 um, in reserve grade. But obviously, yeah, it was it was it was uh, a bit of a shock, I think, to everyone here and. Hearing a lot of those stories, um, you know, pre-season, but glad you guys got it together. So, it would have been tough too. Was it was, it, was Muley and um, obviously Messer? Did they get contracts with the Falcons? Maybe training trials as well yeah. during that time. So, yeah. so they weren't there. And obviously, so, they were too massive from yeah. the year before as well. So, yeah. the two senior blokes leaving as well, yeah. training what with three nights Falcons. a week with the Falcons. So. Yeah. So we didn't get to see them at all. So then, like, that's a big impact because the lads don't see that. Yeah. Even though they are coming back, but. They don't see him and push yeah. standards at training yeah. every week too. Yeah, so yeah, it's I a, agree. It's a massive thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, moving on from that, I mean, what's the what's the plan for twenty twenty four? Reggie's going to get a Reggie side together. What's yeah, the, yeah. What's the plan so we've got the plan for we got like well we got four teams. We got the nineteens. We got Reggie's. We got great, and we're putting in a women's team as well. Yeah, great. Yeah, so it's awesome to see the Reggie boys back. Strong all around. So uh, we're the uh, hot question on DK's lips at the moment, I think, is a bit of uh, recruitment, retention. Yeah. Uh, anything you you care? But let's talk on retention first. Let's pay respect to the blokes that have that ripped in last season. Uh, any any re-signings thus far that are that uh, that the boys will know about that are worthwhile mentioning? Yeah, obviously Gez, we've got him to go around again. Yeah, huge one. Yeah, so he's massive for us. Just like uh, 
yeah, just a, a leader that you need. Does every, he get injured? In team. Does he get? Does he get <laughs> he's an Iron Man out there. Like, yeah, yeah, what's he like? What's he look like with his shirt off? Yeah, he's, <laughs> <laughs> Serious <laughs> question. <laughs> and does he wear tape? Because he must have fucking tape on. I'm pretty sure he only wears tape around his wrist. Oh fuck me! Yeah, to, so, be, to be that unbreakable. <laughs> fuck me! He, um, he, uh, he missed a couple of games this year with his foot. I think it was the first time that we played Jews this year. He oh missed. yeah. How old is he? He's thirty now. Ah, uh, so, yeah. maybe he'd be right. Yeah, no, nah, but he's good. He's got he's got plenty of cup experience, and he's got mm. over 100 games. So I did start wearing tape till I was 31, 32. I, do, I never used to strap it before 30. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Move on. Move on from the tape. Uh, <laughs> any, so any, yeah, any other yeah. retention guys other yeah, than Tommy? Os- yep. uh, Oscar Crawley, he'll be back again. Yep. Like, he's massive for us. Like just the fact he's like a junior boy too. Bit of utility as well. Yeah, yeah. Kind of plug, plugged everywhere too, didn't he? Yeah. Like fullback, hooker. Yeah. Bloody halfback, half yeah. Games, like, he's got that in him because he's played a bit of rugby seven, so. Cheeky little fucker too. Fuck, he's cheeky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he won't mind me saying it. He's a cheeky hey, little you bastard. You need a few of them. Yeah. You can get away with it, so. <laughs> what about, um, obviously, what about Cedar? Is he coming back? We've, we've chatted a little bit about Cedar, and I think he's, yeah, obviously, as we spoke at me and Damo, when he, Damo was on and obviously, you know, and Jordo just explosive. You think he's, you know, oh, yeah, he can break a... open a game. He's one of the best in the case. I've known Cedo for a long time and I've only ever versed him, so. It's shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's your what's his What's his best position, DK? I think fullback. Yeah, he's a, Barty yeah. would have versed him a lot at fullback and yeah. it's, mate, as a tired forward. Yeah. <laughs> Try it. a, when you run down there, like, the worst thing you'd think of is you'd kick down there and you'd think, oh, yeah, but then you'd be like, oh, fuck. I'm by myself here, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And Sean's showing the sideline. Like, like you're going to get him. (laughs) What a G up. Just make yourself as wide as possible. Where are you going to go? I like DK would say, like, over 40, that first 40, he's just so electric. Well, he'd he'd pick Barty out with black boots on for sure and just go, there we go. (laughs) Friday with black boots on, I'm getting it, Barty. (laughs) Yeah, so I had a, like, that long relationship of playing against him but um he's great mate he's great value because he buys in to what you want to do for yeah. as a team so at Maroochydore we're big on buying in so everyone whatever we want to do as a club like however we want to shape our season attack defense we're just big on everyone just buying in you could do five hit-ups and just if everyone buys in it works mm. But um, he was massive for it. And he's, Who's leading that, though? His energy. Who's massive. leading the buy-in? Is it, is it coming from the senior players? Yeah. And yes. and where are those standards coming from? Is it, is it a Swanee's um, diehard thing that you – I mean, is it a DNA? Like when I, when we talk about our standards at Beerwater, it's a DNA thing. And not a lot of blokes get it, right? And, and mm. not no disrespect to certain people here, but you've either got that DNA to the buy-in or you don't. Yeah, it's massively. It's DNA. Yeah, DNA. And it, but it's a Swanee's culture. Yeah. You're saying, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's one of those things. Like, um, I got. I'm sure we'll get into it later. But Ricky Duncan, like, he used to ca- captain A grade a long time ago, and I was lucky enough. We, me and a few mates made a boot when we were 17, and um, he was our captain, and he used to get us to buy in like the Swanee way, and and it just sort of carried on like that, and. Um, you get blokes like Gez and we had Mule mm. and pushing it and I'd push it myself. And then, yeah, it just – it creates it and they just don't – the biggest thing the young fellas look up is they just don't want to let you down or yeah. they, don't, they don't want to let Gezza down. I love that. I'd see on the field there, like like yeah. you said, those senior boys spraying those young fellas, which is, I thought was great because that was just standards <laughs> yeah. they were driving. Yeah. And, you know, if they weren't willing to put that effort in, they could go sit on the bench with you. And obviously yeah. it was great seeing those boys, you know, driving those standards on and off the field as well. Yeah, so, but fuck, did we get sprayed as, as 18? Yeah, 100%. Fucking oath. There's only 100%. one way to go. Yeah, I remember, I remember coming I back. I put a lot of pressure on Gezza Mule too as a coach because I said to him, like, while they're out there playing, like, they had to push that. Yeah, that's it. So, like, I said, don't hold back because they'll look, they look up to you. Mm. So, like, yeah. So I love that. Serious, good at it. Serious question now. What's uh, what's most outstanding play? Muley's going to Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he <laughs> Reach out again, Muley. <laughs> he's going to keep slinging this one. <laughs> he's getting shout outs, at least. He's probably happy. Yeah. Oh, it's just, like, most outstanding player. Like, a great player around the club, but also, like... Um, Bit of sympathy he, in there. No, what, he, what he does off the field and, and also, like... What he did, like to teach the young fellas coming through the 19s. Oh, fair cool. Like a culture award or something, culture, like that, yeah. yeah. And then he's um, fuck, I'd win he's that a every great. Year. Oh, he's a, like, he's a good player, Mule. 
Yeah. Very good player. Very tough too for a half. Very. Yeah. Defensively, so, yeah. Yeah. So he's he was great value for us and um, near the back end of the year because both our teams made the finals. There was like three, two or three lads that played two games. Mm. Every week and that's yeah, right. So it was, yeah, it was good. Talking about retention and whatnot. So any young fellas going to the Falcons or any blokes being gone up for a trial, training trial up there or coming back or? Uh, yeah, um, young Saxon Day. Um, oh, you're a good kid, yep. Doing a bit of a Falcons thing, training. I'm not sure if it's training. A young front row? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, so he'll be at the Swans again. He's a good kid, good mm. player and that. So, yeah, a lot of the young fellas are coming through. Which is awesome. It, fe- it felt like towards the back end of the year, those young forwards were really starting to take it to the oh. older forward packs in the comp. Like, yeah. speaking from experience, like I know that obviously we had a pretty senior forward pack and there were some young blokes throwing yeah. a bit of lip and chatter. Like, oh, here we go. The, the boys have found their nuts. You know, well done. And it took them a few weeks, but they get They, they did, but you know, especially Kiwana, that, um, well, was it the prelim, obviously? Yeah. Yeah, the prelim. Holy didn't yeah. they take it to one one young front? He went straight through their forward pack and ran yeah. about sixty. That was young Kia Stephen. Good yeah. kid, yeah. mate. He is. Goes well. He's tough as big <laughs> yeah. boy. Big, big boy, but he, he can move too. He can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. You know, obviously putting the hard work in, I'm just going to leave him in good stead. So it was satisfying. Like a, a lot of people got to remember. Like we came a week, got back to a week together before the comp. Mm. So our whole motto for that first six seven weeks was we just wanted to get better. We didn't like. We didn't think we were going to make finals. We just wanted to get better as a team. So that was our goal. And to put in perspective, yeah, BYU was back November because you've yeah. done us in a GF. So we were back hungrier than ever. And yeah. you blokes come back a week before because you scraped together a site. So yeah. Hey, oh, even credit. in that. Oh, yeah. In credit that. where credit's due. Well, we we gave we gave some we gave some um, bit of blue, blew a bit of smoke up up there asked in that postseason review because at the end of the day, I mean, I think Damo gave you a B minus. <laughs> yeah, but you, I think, you, I think you, you were harsh. you were more than humble enough oh, to do it. Very, I think you mate, were. I mean, because you were looking we, from the outside in, obviously 100%. playing reserve and always just looking from the outside in. Absolutely, and I, I think at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's. <laughs> Yeah, you're backwards against the wall pre-season to, to, to scramble a team together. And with what you guys are saying now, with the amount of 19s and stuff you debuted, fuck, it's just, to get to where you did, that's a that's a, that's a a flying colours pass in my eyes. Yeah, oh, it was good, man. I, I personally, it was one of the most enjoyable years I've had ever. Yeah. yeah. It's because what we were able to do and create something special has led to what we can do this year. Come people are going to remember that. People are going to remember that year. I mean, sure, you oh. didn't, you, you didn't, you didn't, you know, win the comp around it, but people are going to remember that year, right? I mean, we remember DK and I would remember the the the, the, the years of, of being the battler club as well and mm. just trying to sort of keep an A-grade side together and all that extra stuff. So particularly as younger fellas, because that's, that was our age at that time, yeah. right? Yeah, and the, more, 18, we, the more we talk about it now, obviously getting a bit older, <clears throat> it's nearly our role as leaders now. It's our role of blokes to get into the, you know. Well, you talk about DNA. We talk about right. DNA. That's where the DNA comes from, those those. You, you don't get the DNA from fucking, and sorry to the Kiwana crew, but you don't get DNA oh, just oh, fucking oh, walk into a Kiwana A-grade Look at your small body. <laughs> look down that fucking, look down that video camera. But am I wrong? Am I fucking wrong? Do you know, you, the, the DNA doesn't come from that. The well, DNA thought, comes from those 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 tough years of, of where everyone's just going to get in, rip in and fucking get it done. And we set it off, off camera, but you had a working bee at the club. When was that? On the weekend? Uh, yeah, last weekend. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. a couple of young boys come to that as well? Like, or was it? Yeah, yeah. Main, a lot of mainly committee members just so we can try to do a few things up at the club and give back to the players. Yeah, good. Yeah. Speaking on DNA and Kiwana, was uh, one Rob Bruff there from... The, Interesting <laughs> question. <laughs> he bleeds maroon, doesn't he? Yeah. And now he's uh, somehow swooped in... He's yeah. uh, he's at Marucha, well, isn't he? With, with, no, with yeah. no reserve grade there, mate. There's probably a, bit more, a few more bucks to follow around for women's coaches, maybe. Well, like. fucking hell, there must be well, plenty of Channel 7 plugs this year anyway. Mm. <laughs> yeah, roughly, yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> do, you, do you have much yeah. to do with the – what about the juniors? Do you, do you, I mean, probably a pretty busy season for you being your first season as, as coach, head coach. Yeah. Did you have much to do with the junior sort of sides, like the 16s and sort of below? Like, or what, what have we got, 17s, 17s? Yeah, so what, our 17s, we didn't have a 17 side. Okay, at Maroochydore, so we only, we we had only had a sixteens and that, but it was it was real hard to try to get a few lads there early because they wanted us to try to get there at five thirty and that, but it's just impossible oh, mm. with lads who work work and, families and, and, and they got kids, a few of them and that. So definitely, it was yeah. hard, but that was one of our things that we've definitely locked in. We're going to do it a few times this year. Get yeah. the seventeens to train with us. Yep, 
So we're doing it at least twice. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, so the juicy question then, uh, any exclusive to drop from a, from a recruitment perspective? Uh, yeah, we've got a couple of new fellas. Um, we've got a, a funny uh, Sage, uh, Sage Yasso. He's from Balimba. Um, I met him at the Murray Carnival when I was down there playing this year. And, um, yeah, he's a good lad. Like, just um, full young. fit the culture. Yeah, he's yep. fairly young. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. Franny. Yeah. 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 Brisbane Frannies. Yeah, he's um <laughs> yeah, he's he's a big boy in that, but he he's yeah, it'll be good because obviously big boys helping yeah. in in the any comp of footy. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, you can't beat size. Is there a is there a specific uh direction around recruitment in terms of positions? Like do you do you finish the season, do a bit of a postseason review in your own mind or with your own coach and staff and go, Okay, there's a couple of Weak links, if you want to call that, or key positions to where we really need to fill, or is it just go? We're in this position. We need to get as many bodies who are who are you know genuine footy players in as possible. It's more probably that the genuine footy players, and um, because we didn't have a Reggie, so yeah, just get some genuine footy players in there, and you can you know you can build around that, yeah, right. I mean, and, and we, we spoke a about a lot of our 19s were top heavy, yeah, so meaning like they were 19, so they were coming through anyway, so mm. and they're good young kids, like. You know, a lot of them got to debut this year, so that's only going to help the club. Well, I noticed yeah. on the social media, Leon Taylor's dis- – is that is that true or is that a G? Yeah, no, nah, it is, yeah. mate. He's a very good mate of mine. We're very, very good mates, and we've got him to come back one year. Yeah. He'll, he'll be very good for us, very hard defender. I, as soon as I seen that, I um I spoke to a few lads and I said, I love that signing. A, a, few, a fair few boys probably wouldn't know Leon as well. Nah. And I said, mate, it's great signing. All those young fronties are only going to learn from this bloke. Like Very similar like to us, like very, very quiet. Yeah. But just goes about his business. and No frills and tough as fucking anything, oh, Keith. Yeah. Yeah. I've got been lucky enough to play off a lot of players and that – even in the UK and that, and he's hands down. Yeah, he's he's tough, man. That's a big rap. Was yeah. it, did it, um, was it? Was he in the Titan system when he was growing up? Yeah. Well? I think the Klein boys would give me a bit of a yeah. rundown on LT yeah, for a well, while he there. Was with them at the time. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Super footy play. Got yeah. about seven kids too, so he probably needs a TV or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a few kids, bro. I <laughs> 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 oh, <yeah>. love this. <laughs> we'll get him on this. Any, uh, any, any other, any other key signings at the moment? Or? Um, yeah, there's a couple going around, and then we got. Um, good to see. He didn't get to play much this year. His name's Logan Finn, but um, it'd be good to see him get a full year. He got injured at the nines. So he only got to play about four games this year. So he's sort of like a half hooker. Any any truth to the rumours of a few old boys coming back? Like yeah. Like a few like uh, yeah. the boys that played the year before or like... Yeah, there's a couple. What about the neck? Brody Rosenborough, is he coming back? <laughs> yeah, there's... Yeah, <laughs> a, there's little, a little rumour about that. <laughs> yeah, there's rumours that he'll, he'll come down and... Uh, that's good. Yeah, so no, it'll be good just to get a few... Brody comment, mate, are you coming back? A few down with the younger lads, it helps. It would be hard to... And I'm very keen to see how the Reggies go, mate, because they're a massive part for any club. Well, yeah. led, led by Bucko, I think that'd be right, mate. Yeah, like, you've got Bucko, Cookie. Cookie's an absolute, like, just a swanee, true and true, and Gaz is just a good bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've, got it well, they've done it well there. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you've got um, Reggies back on as well. So what's the, what's the current vibe? I mean, I know, obviously, we're pretty early, and you guys... I'm assuming you wouldn't have started um, doing too much yet, but what's the vibe feel? What's the culture like at the moment? I mean, ultimately, coming off the season you did, I'm sure it's pretty high and having Reggie's come back in. And uh, Did you say you have a 19s next year? Yeah. Yeah, so you have 19s and so two additional teams will come in. Yeah. Yeah, what's the feel of the boys at the moment? Feel pretty good? good? Yeah. Everyone yeah. like, yeah, yeah, on a the high and just ready to vibe, rip in. The vibe's good. It's very good. So it's so everyone's coming what? back in November, not coming back in March like us. <laughs> 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 You'll get that. There will be a lot of boys, like a senior boys, like the older boys, like they won't come back till January. And I don't like really expect them to, a few mm. of them, because they're getting on in that. So yeah. you just let their bodies rest. But yep. we've got good numbers, like I said, they're coming to the preseason. So that's a good sign that a lot of the young lads are hungry. And even a lot of the Reggie boys are coming in that because they're hungry, because, you know. It was crazy. Like a lot of those lads would come to training and not even get to play for us that weekend, mm. and they'd get to we'd have affiliates like they'd go play for Pomona or go play for. Manbury. Oh, oh right. no I didn't reserve know that. grade, yeah, right. Mm. I didn't know so that. There was lads that would come to training and not even get picked. 
Yeah, and still kept showing up every week in, week out. Yeah, every week. Fuck, that's a great touch. I did, yeah, I wasn't aware of that. So that's what we. I'm glad we get to shed a bit of light on this food. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah, anyone that said, like, when they talk about culture, like, you know, there's like, that's massive, like, what they've been able to do mm. for the following year. Mm. You know, because, like, a lot of those boys that played this year, a few of the older lads in there were reserve graders, but, you know. They've turned themselves into A graders, which was great. To so, see. how big was your training squad on a, on a standard Thursday, or did the, did those sort of fringe boys go and train with Pomona or whatever on a Thursday? Yeah, a couple of them would. Yeah, but then a couple like some wouldn't. So, how many? Or, well, let's, let's talk about sign on numbers. How many sign on numbers did you have for this year? Yeah, for last year. For last year. Oh yeah, last season. Last season. So yeah. last season. Yeah. Um, 30, 30, You would have still had what close to thirty or something, did you? Yeah, it'd be close yeah. to that. Okay. Oh, 20. So you weren't too far off probably fielding a Reggie side in reality by, by the time you got everyone sort of back. You know, 11 or 12, but then yeah. like injuries, it just was impossible. Oh, it's no, you can't do it. Not, yeah. not worth the yeah. risk. But, yeah, but it, it makes yeah. more sense now for someone like me seeing that Reggie's coming back this year. There was obviously, you know, 10 or 11 blokes there that, that, yeah. that would, were keen to run around this year. So And also Coolum coming back in the comp last year too. That's true. So, yeah. We'll, I seen the other day, Maruchidor's name is actually Maruchidor Cool and Swans, isn't it? Yeah. Is that fucking, is that getting fucked off or what? Or is that just staying? What's, <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's, that's, that's old school. Oh, yeah, it's still, it's still like that now. Yeah. I know. It was, I knew it was like that it's, back in the day. It's on there. Yeah. yeah. Was, Fuck. Yeah, I didn't know it was still. I didn't know it was still that. Yeah. There yeah. you go. No, it's still like that. I wouldn't actually know that. I seen. I seen on your social media. Yeah. Yeah. yeah doing I know the stalking and cool, but I wouldn't know like the story behind it. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Oh, well, yeah, good, good to hear that. Uh, I mean, the culture and the vibe's probably the, the main thing. As long as you've got boys wanting to come back and rip in, particularly this time of the year, start putting on a few, a few kegs with the beers coming in. Mm. But no, good to hear. Um, let's talk about uh, 2024 then, in terms of um, probably the big one is, is let's give a few, certainly probably a few blokes a bit of a wrap here. I think giving a few boys a shout out is, is always handy. But What's the uh, who are your key players? I know obviously you know Tommy G is going to be a key one, but anyone else to mention there of, of blokes to watch or little uh, you know young guys up and comers that you think are going to sort of maybe not do so much this year or next season, but blokes to watch over the next few years or that you're excited to coach? Yeah, you've obviously said Gaz, so that's one everyone sort of knows Gaz, but um, Saxon Day, I'm excited to see how he goes. He's a young prop and that he's got a good motor on him, good kid. Can play um, young Zachy Andrews. He's a hooker. Could see a good at how he goes. Um, who else? Like I was saying before, Logan Finn. It'll be good to see how he goes. And there's a couple other lads, younger lads. Um, um, a real gun, young 19s lad called Ryan Hollis. He's a real good player. Yep, real good at 19s. He played about four games a grade this year for us. What position? He plays centre or wing. Yep, yep. Any boys doing the the 19s? Is it Mal Meninga? Yeah. So they what are, I think they missed the first five weeks yeah. of the Normal start of season. Their, yeah, they start early for missed the so first five weeks. There's two boys that played like pretty much the full year for us in grade that um playing that, Joey Meekel and Cody Rowe. And they'll come back once yeah. that's like completed yeah. again, which is good, yeah. Yeah, so like they're good lads. Like they were only eighteen and they pretty much played all year. Yeah, awesome. Right. So it was good. Any comments from you, DK, in that regard, in terms of players, or I mean, what, who was the standouts for you? I mean, we spoke about it obviously the other week, but any any further comments there from from, from um, your side? I like like we well like we touched on earlier. I think with that twenty ones fold and on the sunny coast now, hopefully it's just going to strengthen. That should strengthen the numbers for reserve grade more than anything because I like we touched on. I think um, episode two there with Maddie. Um, I think a few, a few of those younger kids should be coming through Pushing, reserve yeah, grade correct. first. You know, if, if these yeah. A grade sides are strong and they're you know they're humming, they should be coming through reserve grade and doing the right thing for their club. So, you know, I think uh, is Johnny McLaughlin back or um, Johnny? I think he might be off to WA. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So that's, he, prob- that's the problem with they. Everyone wants like the working away thing starting to kick in. Yeah. You know, and starting to play blokes fight like a bit of FIFO stuff. I as don't well. like. No, fully, but I'm pretty sure we'll be on the cards. That yeah, 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 working away in that. So, and obviously, Cedo's not back as well. Cedo, Seton Reed. Yeah, he'll be. He's back. back. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Cedo, he's good. Bro. Got his number. 
I was just talking to him before we come in here, literally. <laughs> you fucking weren't, were you? <laughs> Do you give you anything to say to us or to, to him? Mate, the ground announcer, Richard, I think he kicks the goal and goes, there's Seton Reid, the magic man. Oh, <laughs> oh mate. Fuck. And I'm back at Scarf. You go, fuck off, Seton. Have a go. Have a listen to this. Well, uh, it will, uh, obviously, we haven't dropped it yet. We're recording ahead of time, but by the time this uh, episode comes out, he was he was your your fullback in your merit side. Yeah, right? yeah, so. yep. So that'll get me a few brownie points for getting him over to Buwa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barty, 2024, mate. What are we, uh, 2024 goals, um, expectations, standards. Um, and when I say that, I talk about a couple of things, mainly, um, and it, it's probably hard, it, Exu- sorry, excuse the um, naivety here, not being a coach myself, but um, I'm probably I'm probably ticking certain boxes that I assume coaches would tick in terms of you know ladder position, um, you know what your attack numbers are, what your defence numbers are, things like that, penalty counts, whatever else. So, is there have you have you spoken about that? Have you thought about that internally or spoken about it in, in, in your um, coaching well, stuff? Ladder position, everyone wants to play final, so everyone will. You just be aiming for top four, and anything less is a fail. Oh. You could say, but like I don't know, like but that's your goal. Yeah. If you're going to be playing great or whatever as a club, that's your goal. Like you want to be trying to aim for top four. And as in with uh, our attack and defence, um, I just like at the start of this year we obviously we we weren't scoring as many points, but by the end of the year I was getting quite happy with our attack. So I just want to keep building on that from last year and keep getting better on that. The biggest thing I was happy about was our defence. So. All the teams that I've played and good teams that were with one comp, we've always had good defence. So we'll mm. probably have a big emphasis on D, on like keeping teams below certain points, like yep. KPIs and stuff like that. Yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were, you smothered really well this year. Like I think it's, I, it was like I chatted to the boy. It was it was weird playing Maruchido was like we'd always kind of get our nose through the line, but. It was like that effort was there. Always like you'd have someone around your legs or just holding on to you just and then just waiting for the next bite to come. Maybe it was those young fellas just, you know, not being that at that strength level yet of A grade and not playing at that level yet. But, like, we'd always thought, geez, they smother well, they, they cover well, like they get numbers in. And- when you were talking about the thing about culture before and what every club's got their own, one of our things at Maruchador is you never give up. Yeah. So it doesn't matter the situations. So, um Scramble's massive, so we used mm. to we used to train. Love that. We used to train a lot of it. Awesome. So like, that's how come by the end of the year, we, especially that Kiwana game in the prelim, where I thought there was a lot of times that we scrambled really well. I think he's frustrated that uh, it was there was probably Kiwana and Biwa that Maruchio was just frustrating them yeah. all the time. It was like you said, all that commitment, all that never give up, and Kiwana like you were getting the better of Kiwana. Like they're very well drilled in that, and then like that. I think Caleb Sutton, like he's massive, mm. big boy, big body, good player. So in that game, we like you know we emphasise getting numbers around him and yep. you know trying to get that energy up. And I thought we did it quite well throughout the game in that game. So that'll be the big thing. And because we set out our KPIs like we have every year, and then it'll be mainly D. Yeah, yeah. And is that uh, is that something you're priding yourself on on sort of pushing into the boys? Are you or are you? Getting to the point of your coaching career now, and I know it's only second year, of course, but but delegating to your to your sort of offside as your assistants and whatever else to sort of um, take the reins on that and allow you to focus more on the more man management, or do you still like the idea of being really boots on the ground involved with the team? Um, oh, it's like it's just fine and a bit of both. So like you give a few assistants like a few roles, and you know like oh, can you look after the backs? You know, can Ricky, can he, because he's played forward his whole life, can you look after the forwards and just sort of help both? And then that gives you time to man manage as well mm. and talk and see, like, because there's a lot of those young lads have got a, stuff, a lot of stuff going away from footy. It's like, it's not just footy on their mind. And there's other lads who have got kids and stuff. So you just got to make them feel welcome and make them enjoy their, the footy and enjoy them coming to training. Yep. And then you get the best out of them. Well, if you need someone to cut oranges, I think uh, Tyler Oxham's looking for a gig. What were you, the funny guy? So we're going to carry this. Uh, mate, Anthony. <laughs> Shout out, Ops. <laughs> fuck, that's good. Brody's going to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
He'll have to listen to 40 minutes before he gets to it. <laughs> I think with um, <laughs> Oh, I'm throwing here. Right, uh, no, obviously, regroup, regroup. Like, like you were saying, um, with letting, obviously, the assistant coaches do more of that stuff, it's like dealing with the committee as well and dealing with, like, as me yourself know, Jamie, dealing with, like, the fucking committee going, oh, this bloke hasn't mm. paid his fucking red, red Joe. Yeah. And, Holy shit. That's the last thing, this bloke, who's just worked 12 hours a day, fucking got two kids and are trying to get the fuck out of his house. <laughs> that's all he wants to know, like... I think that's the you know the, the big one is just the man manager role and finding sponsors to pay for this yeah. bloke's red Joe and this bloke's fucking whatever like this bloke's turned up without boots you know <laughs> no, that's and that's like, why I ask right I mean it, it, Jack, and I was curious to know how much you want to take on yourself but as a as a first second year coach you probably want to you want to it's like a business right yeah. you've almost got to find find what works in every avenue of, of the club find where the gaps are find where you're really good at and then find really good people around you to fill the gaps that that are needed. Yeah, we've, it's a lot better this year. We've hit the ground running with that kind of stuff. Like Jack Dreger's our coaching director, so he does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And um, yeah, it's just like we've got our we've got our trials sorted already. What's the um, the Adam so, Mog appointment? Yeah, uh, so that was, um, I was yeah. that point. What's what's going well, on there? Yeah. So he used to watch a, a couple of games at the back end of last year, and. Um, He's more there just to like if you want to pick his brain. Yeah, cool. What is it, coaching mentor or something? Is that yeah. what his name does? Yeah, yeah. coaching so, mentor. Yeah, he's there. To, um, fuck you know, you'd have him on speed dial, wouldn't you? Yeah, he's fuck. good. Well, if anything, I don't, yeah. well, I don't know if the fucking young kids even know who he is, but <laughs> they probably wouldn't. But I mean, like, <laughs> like at a mall, at Mauritius, fuck, yeah. I'm going there. Like, same as AB and whatnot, you know, like, yeah. having him there and. <clears throat> but no. I'm so, sure I'm sure Adam's watching, by the way. He watched that, uh, that podcast I did with Reedy. Oh, big fan of the show. Yeah, we might. Oh, Shout out. Adam, <laughs> if you're uh, watching, give us a comment. Let us know you're watching. Uh, or actually, maybe um, Barty can just give him a call direct and ask him. Um, anyway, any further uh, touches to sign off there, DK? No, no, I think, uh, yeah, no, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think plenty. Anything else you want to discuss? No. no, no I think there's been good, plenty yeah. plenty covered there, and I think, um, yeah, plenty to look forward to for Marucci. I think, um yeah, good to see you guys full field and um, you know certainly to, to uh, reserve grade and, and 19s again. Hope you guys go well and um, couple yeah. couple little ones before we finish up. Yeah, obviously, ahead. whatever. Do you miss playing? Oh, massive because it like it massive. and we and obviously JB touched on it before. We we're going to pick your brain on obviously winning a comp and then not playing anymore. And does it? Yeah, massively. I I miss it big time. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Just the body wouldn't give it anymore, or just no, you, you felt I like feel, I feel like I could, but. The family just, time more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like another kid, like got a second one on the way, but I already had one and that was the reason I played. So, you know, you could have memories and, you know. You realise you're not enough. doing us any favours as well with, with, with a couple of kids over here and, and, and my missus <laughs> just probably push banging out <laughs> oh, the door to yeah. have some as well. But No, nah, but yeah, I do. I do miss it massively and that and just the camaraderie and um, after the game and like, I know it sounds stupid. You might think it sounds stupid, but like feeling sore, man. Yeah, um, we talk about it all the time. Because after we talk the about game, because like, no better feeling playing the middle like my whole life and that, and you'd wake up the next day and you could hardly move. Oh, mate. But you go, oh, you had to go. You had to go. go. Yeah, and it's a it's a weird to say that, but yeah, I probably miss that the most. The, the only thing that would be <laughs> the same in there is your wife or my wife not going. I'm not rubbing you. I told you to retire. I'm not rubbing you. And that's what it, that's what you get. Yeah. I've I knew told it was you. Coming back because the last year I played, I think it was the last four games. I was sleeping on the floor to keep my back straight. straight. Oh, oh fuck! I've been there. Yeah, I've I was going to say. There. So I just had a pillow and I just uh, just yeah, under was, under the arch or did yeah. you put a pillow or a pillow on your head? Yeah. I used to do the pillow under the arch and, and I just just sleep on the floor and yeah. That. I was like, well, we played beer on the grand final. I was like, fuck, I hope we beat these fuckers off. <laughs> Just name them up. <laughs> oh, bro. What would you like to play against, DK? Um, I don't know how to describe it. Always tough, but a gentleman, if you know yeah. what I mean. Like, I'd probably refer to him as what I've heard of, like, other shows and podcasts, maybe like a Petro Seven to Seven kind of yeah, thing. Like always, that's a, a wrap. just a real that's like a you knew what you were getting. You didn't want to cop the hip and shoulder, but like anything like that. But um, obviously slowing down as you got a bit older. But but like, mate, there was never like. Well, I wasn't being a grub to party anyway. Was there was always that. There was yeah. always that kind of the respect. Think, well, there's, I think that's like that with every forward pack these days. Like if you've oh, got yeah. the respect of that bloke there. 
We're not yeah. we're not delving into that. Mm. But the young bucks want to have a crack. You know, they they're copping every Let's bit they go. get, yeah. and vice versa. Same same for DK. Any any uh, yeah. Was like oh, yeah. He was good versus DK because same thing. You knew what you were going to get from DK, and we like at Marich store we try to pride ourselves on like try not to be dicks about it. Mm. Like when we play and that. So um, yeah. I thought I loved it. I, I used to love how he was a grub. <laughs> I loved yeah. it. I thought that's good, man, because that's what footy's about. Because after the game, you can have a beer with each other and that. So yeah, well, that's said. what it's about. So and obviously going forward on the potty, we we're talking about obviously yourself as coach and putting egos aside and whatnot. Like love doing this. We're getting blokes on. People are listening, and going, you know what? Like fuck, we can have a chat about it. And we're all talking about having a beer after the game. So going forward, I hope like. We, when we get more guests on and more that people can see that you know like fuck this well, is just one big community up, man. should like, open and play when, when you're on the field when you're on the field play footy and play footy fucking tough but when you're off the field have a fucking beer and have a laugh right I mean at the end of the day it makes it that much sweeter when you get over the top of something that you've had a beer with beer I'm rich the last few years well probably since about 2018 had some mm, cracker good, games yeah good rivalry like good rivalry so yeah. it's good man I like there's a lot, there's still yeah. a lot of salt in the wounds of uh of of the BWR boys, um, with with Marichal particularly, so I'm glad I'm glad you guys have got that as well. But um, anyway, that's uh, go ahead, please. What's um? You need to ask the socks up, socks down question. Oh fuck! Oh, I had yeah. forget the socks Sort up, that socks out. Down. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Oh, uh, the hard hitting question then. Socks up, socks down. I'm going to ask you in two parts. As a player, socks up or socks down. Up or down? Uh, I'm down. You were down as a player? Yeah. Show us the calves first. Have you got big calves? (laughs) In that case, I'm not going to ask the second part of the question. The second part of the question was going to be, if you're an up as a player, Hmm. then how do you feel about the young kids running? Oh, he'd be fine then. If he's a socks down, fucking, what are we? We're three, we're three, whatever, two, one. Well, fuck, Junior was halfway. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking sorted us out with that one. Halfway. I'm always just... socks down? Were you always socks down? Yeah. Yeah, just can't be fucked. They're going to get I, fucking ripped down anyway. I, yeah, I just I just, just, uh, I just, put them on and I'm just sort of a relaxed sort of customer. So I just used to think, oh, I have my socks down. And it used to make me think, oh, you know, that's a working mentality. Yeah. Having your socks down, like, you've got to get to work. Fuck, I love that. Ugh, oh, so I love that. Ugh. And the blokes used to have their socks up. I used to think, oh, fuck these guys. <laughs> <laughs> you skinny cub. <laughs> well, I've got a couple of quick ones for me. Um, when you were playing, your biggest rivalry with a Ooh, player or a club. Like, like, so when you were playing, so even from, say, like, can be a bit in recent too, like, you know, was it a – a Kawana with another front row. Was it a Biwa? Was it someone else? Was it like um, I know it's a bit of a, a bit of an off one, but I always think to myself, "Geez, I had a battle against that yeah. bloke or that bloke." Or I've got so. a couple. Probably early on, it used to be um, Kawana. Mm. We used to have some great battles, Mirchul and Kawana. Yeah, because we went from um, a period where we'd play each other a lot in grand finals. So yeah, club wise, that and for like middles. Um, uh, I never used to really have one. When I we're asking the nicest bloke ever yeah, right now, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell, buddy. <laughs> no, it's like so. When I play, I sort of it didn't really bother me. I used to just sort of zone out and just worried about our team. Yeah. So I didn't really used to go out there and be like, "Oh, fucking, I'm I, having it over this bloke." I fucking hate yeah. this bloke or mm. this and that. But I, used to, yeah. So I didn't. I didn't really care who I played against. So it was just more. Yeah. No, nah, fair enough. And um, yeah. the Mad Monday question. Got to ask what, your mad money. What do you reckon? I'll leave it yeah, up to yeah, you. Yeah. You go. What was your mad money like? Yeah, As a club. Good. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Anything yeah. to, any comments? Anyone to throw on the bus? Anyone? To, no, no. What happens at Mad Monday stays. Yeah, fair. Well, it'll be hard to top the one when you <laughs> won the comp because I was. It was on the Mad Monday page. They had the train. On yeah. top. I think it was Big Phil. Yeah, was on top. Oh, of they made the Mad Monday. They made Fuck, that's He was dressed up as Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh no, it was that train spotter dude. Oh, that's right. Sorry. And he had like the GoPro camera. Uh, and he used to go train spotting, and then a few of the boys were dressed up as a train, and Blocker was the guy with the GoPro. That's right. So what do you boys do? Do you do a silly Sunday Mad Monday? Yeah. So um, yeah. when did you did you do your your silly Sunday after the after the semi final loss? Uh, no, we usually just wait to grand, grand final, final week. Okay, so you just do it. And do you guys go back to the club Saturday night after grand final? Like, do you do any of that stuff as well, uh, or just hold off until? So we just went to like the uh, where was it? Um, Jewporth. 
Yeah, oh, no, Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. So um, we went there and then we um, had like a shed to go back to in Majumba. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. A massive area there. <laughs> I like this. Sounds so. dirty. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so we just went back there. And, How many yeah. numbers are we talking? Sunday to Monday. How um, many were there Monday? Oh, it dribbles, it dribbles off pretty full on. About it. A lot of young fellas, mate, they'd be going, let's go to fucking Ocean Street. Yeah. Boys, uh, fuck Ocean Street. Get in, get in a corner with a pack. Yeah. And just live, live the night out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and float around that shit. <laughs> I wasn't real keen on the Ocean Street. <laughs> oh, uh, mate, we're the same. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that. Same. Fuck that. I don't even pack a pair of jeans these days. <laughs> fuck that. There's only a few old fellas left this year. Yes, yeah, oh, so, so dwindling, dwindling. Well, look, yeah, where yeah. the we obviously this this year was very different, but usually you you're fucking lucky to get twelve thirty. When you like, so. when you like, obviously you know now like the feeling like when you win mine, it's the mad weekends. This oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that high, you, you, you just want it back. I don't know how you, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how you retired. You know, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even play that game, but. Just watching the club and the boys that are around there, you just want to, the you want to feel that again. All the shit that gets around. Oh, it's yeah. It's marvellous. So who's, who's best on ground at your Mad Monday, Silly Sunday? Um, Mad Monday, Silly Sunday would have to be Mark Cook. Oh, yeah. Old school. I like that. God just loves it. Oh, mate, he just, he just he can't stop. He just keeps <laughs> calm, bro. Like, I got to the, like, near the Monday morning and I said, oh, I just can't keep going with you, Cookie, eh? Hey? Like, Sounds like Cookie and Trent Brigada and fucking <laughs> Oh, Big Dog. I tell you what. Nah, <laughs> he has three-day-old shit in his undies still. I think he's fucking dead. <laughs> and he looks after everyone too, Cookie, because of bonus, so. Uh, okay, well, that's good. Oh. Uh, cheers to uh, Adzi Hurley for that uh, that question idea, by the way, too. Adzi was yeah. um, put put that Mad Monday question to us, so we'll ask every every club moving forward uh, how it was. So. And just, I think we got a, we've received a couple of um, a couple of DMs lately. One was a bloke asking about an, un, an under nineteens yeah merit or a bit of a team. I, I don't think we'd do the nineteens justice myself and you, JV. Obviously, if we've got it, we might be able to someone reach out if they can uh, shed some light on the underneath nineteens oh. comp. But we just wouldn't be able to give yeah we did give an accurate kind of yeah. oh, look. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was meaning to have that on my list today. So if someone does want to send through a, a genuine merit side for nineteens, we're happy to share it on socials. Yeah, um, we probably just can't dive into it in detail on on, on the podcast because we're not going to know any of the boys we're talking about, but. If someone's following 19s closely, then by all means, send send a list through or or a couple of you can send a list through and we can collate the numbers and, and yep. throw a side together. Um, but yeah, you're right. We just wouldn't have the time, or uh, we wouldn't. It wouldn't be respectful to that to those boys for us to uh, for us to do that. But uh, thank you for that. That's a good um, good point. Um, yeah, final comments. I've asked you a few times now for final comments, but any final comments before we wrap it up? No, man, it's been good. Thanks, been really good. Oh, Thanks, Barty. Appreciate you coming in, mate. Only a short little drive for you, so <laughs> no, it's all right. Well, um, people can you can shed some light on what happened last year. Anyway, I'm sure a lot of people wondering what happened, and yeah. we got the real answer. Out of I you, was Barty, curious. So yeah, I was, I, was no, gen- I was genuinely curious. So no, it was good. It was a big wrap to, like I said, Gaz. For pushing it behind the scenes, it was good, mate. Awesome, yeah, very man. happy with the year. He's had a lot of raps from us in the last three. Fuck, he's no more. No, you're <laughs> done, done guess. Yeah. <laughs> done. All right, boys. Hooroo for now. Thanks again, uh, and thanks for the love uh, on socials and whatnot as well. So we'll uh, we'll see you on episode four. Beauty. Thanks, fellas. Love it. Easy as that, eh? Yeah. Fuck, that was good. We didn't have to play control too much either.